morning and welcome to Noah's Window. If you've been with us the last few days, you know we're looking at a particular part of the New Testament, 2 Peter chapter 1. And the reason why we're focusing so intensely on these verses is the Bible here lines out for us the Christian life as in do this first, do this second, do this third. And so because of that, we're just really kind of drilling down and looking at this. And I hope that this is being a blessing to you. I've read this before, but with your permission, I'd like to read it again. Just this entire section, then we'll go back and then we'll, we'll look at where we are as we progress through this. In view of all this, that's God's promises, uh, make every effort to respond to God's promises. That's how that starts. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and to the moral excellence knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control patient endurance and to patient endurance godliness and to godliness brotherly affection and to brotherly affection love for everyone so we saw seven things here the more you grow like this the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of the lord jesus christ so oftentimes the bible will tell us if you do this this is what you get but if you don't do this this is what will happen and the bible does that here we just were told that if we follow this order we'll be productive and useful and we'll be more like jesus but now look at this those who fail to develop in this way what a strong statement let me read that one more time those who fail to develop one more time we get the idea of a of a, a progression of growth those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So let's go back into that list and kind of see where we are. We, we saw that, first of all, we're to add to our faith. Now, faith is how we get into God's family. So that's, that's assumed. It's assumed that we've invited Jesus Christ into our heart and life. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, Romans 10, 13. Um, that faith gets us into God's family. But now we are held accountable to develop. I think that's one thing that a lot of Christians don't understand uh, because salvation is free because it's something that totally God does in our lives. I think a lot of Christians have the idea that the Christian life is just sitting around waiting for God to, you know, do this or do that in our lives to, you know, take this behavior away from us or to add this quality to us. But here scripture tells us we're accountable for that. You know, I mean, you know, when you think about your career, um, you know, you can look at the pattern of your career and you understand that you have an element of responsibility in how that career develops. I mean, it's as simple as thinking about <clears throat> if you have a house, how you take care of your house, how you take care of the yard. There's a certain development that's a, that we're accountable for. Well, so it is in the Christian life. <clears throat> so the Bible tells us the first thing that we're add to add to our faith, and we've already talked about this, is moral excellence. In other words, we have a desire to live a life that's different. We have a desire to live a life that's pure. And then to that knowledge, that's when we start growing and learning about God's word and listening <clears throat> to sermons, to studying the Bible on a daily basis. So we add to our moral excellence knowledge and to knowledge self-control. That's a, a, a call to live a life that's disciplined. And then we're going to go to the one that we're going to add today, and that's patient endurance. I really think sometimes the, the greatest challenge in the Christian life is not right after you first get saved because, I don't know, let's, some people call it a honeymoon. You know, we, we think about where we were and where we've been and, and how exciting it is to worship and to listen to messages. It's just so fresh and so new. But after a while, the difficulties of the Christian life can come in. Jesus talked about that. 
He told a parable about a farmer who sowed seed and he, he talked about, you know, some of the seed falling in the hard pathway that people walked on and it never materialized or it never grew. And then he talked about some seed that was in shallow soil and the, the plant sprang up. And, but because there wasn't any depth of soil, the plant quickly died. And then the third soil he talked about was, he said some of the seed fell among thorns. And, and when he explained his parable, he said the seed is the word of God and the soil is our lives. Well, when the word of God falls into some people's life, they're like hard packed ground. I mean, they just don't care about it. And, and, and like Jesus said, it gets the word that is spoken to them gets uh, caught away. And then he talked about some, you know, they had, a, they had an emotional response. That's the shallow earth. They emotionally responded, but of course it didn't last. But it's this third category I want to get to. He said, some of the word of God fell among the thorns. And he went on to explain the thorns are just the difficulties of life. And he said, what happens with a lot of people is that those thorns choke out the word of God and they become unproductive. Well, I really think that the, the challenge of the Christian life is after you've accepted Christ for a while and you begin to encounter difficulties and we begin to wonder, well, if I've accepted Jesus and he is my Lord and Savior, why am I having all these troubles? Why am I having all these difficulties? And that's where patient endurance comes in. I just really believe this is one of the key elements of the Christian life that we determine that even when it gets difficult, we're going to stay with God. And, uh, and so one more time, look at this, look at the stair stepping of qualities that we're to bring into our Christian life, moral excellence. I want to be pure knowledge. I want to learn as much as I can learn about God and his word self-control. I understand that if my life is going to be effective, I'm going to have to put some, I'm going to have to put some parameters in my life. There are some things that I maybe used to do, but I don't do anymore because they're counterproductive to my Christian walk. And then to that self-control, endurance. Uh, Mary Alice and I were talking about this at breakfast this morning. You know, we're we're, we're not young anymore, and, and through the years we've listened to you know Christian music that isn't around anymore. But when we were when we were teenagers, we used to listen to a particular group, Christian group, that had a song uh, that that the title was "It's Not an Easy Road We're Traveling to Heaven." That's really true. It's not an easy road. I mean, Jesus was honest with us about that. The, you know, when we get to heaven, everything's going to be wonderful and easy and we won't have the problems. But today we are God followers living in a very broken world. And because of that, there are some elements of our life that aren't easy. I may be talking to somebody today and because of what's going on at work or what's going on with your family or just the craziness of the world that we're living in, you may have actually begun to ask yourself the question, does it really pay to be a Christian? Does it really matter? I mean, should I keep, should I, should I stay faithful? Should I keep being in church? Should I keep reading my Bible? Should I keep, you know, sacrificing financially for, for lives being changed? I mean, all of us deal with those kinds of questions. And I think Satan is quick to hit us with those things when we're, when we're down. Well, you know, if you're at that place today, remember what the Bible says, add to your faith, moral excellence to moral excellence, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, patient endurance. I know I've been talking for a good while. I think that's part of the you know problem with having a pastor on Noah's window. I like I want I want to give you the whole Bible in in one Noah's window, 
But in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, the Bible tells us that we need to hold on to our confidence because the Bible says it'll pay off in the future. So if you're struggling to hold on today, remember that part of the Christian life is holding on to our confidence and enduring patiently when things don't seem to be going our way. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your teaching in our word and for all of us, Lord, who struggle in these crazy days that we live in to hang in there. Help us to remember that's what Christians do. This is, this is what you want us to do, to be enduring and to hold on to you, recognizing that you're going to reward us in the end. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll be back very soon to add one more of these great qualities the Bible tells us to add to our faith. We'll see you tomorrow.